Welcome to Inner Peace to Go, your source for practical, proven strategies to reduce stress and make life easier. I'm your host, Sandy Cohen, and I am so glad you're here. Let's dig in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Inner Peace to Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. So today we're going to be talking about strategies for finding purpose at work. And I was inspired to address this topic because it's such a big component of inner peace. At least it was for me. And I think it is for all of us because we spend so much time working. We want to feel like this work matters and like we're somehow making an impact with the work that we're putting into the world. But before we get into it, I want to let you know two quick things. First is if you are looking for some science-backed tips and strategies to help you reduce stress and start cultivating inner peace, I would love to send you my free little ebook. It's 12 pages, but it's got a number of things you can do. They're all free and you can do them right away to start feeling better right away. Like half of the techniques in there take less than two minutes to do. So if you are interested in that, there's a link in the show notes. I would love to send it to you. And the second thing is if you are looking for some personalized support as you work towards shedding stress, finding purpose in your life, cultivating peace, I want to let you know that I have a few spots available for one-on-one coaching. This is personally tailored to you. This is you and me meeting on Zoom and really unpacking what's in your way toward finding more peace and meaning in your life. And it would be my honor and privilege to do this work with you and walk beside you on your journey. So if that's something you're interested in, please let me know. Um, My whole aim with it is that every session leaves you feeling more empowered and excited about getting to be you. So, okay, that's that. Now let's get into purpose. So I recently wrote a story on this topic for Shondaland.com. I've been doing a series of articles for that website. You know, it's Shonda Rhimes' website, so I'm kind of Shonda Rhimes adjacent. Um, But anyway, I've been doing a series of articles for Shondaland.com about well-being, and they were looking for an article on finding purpose at work. So for For this piece, I got to interview a number of experts and I wanted to share with you what I have learned because finding purpose at work, as I mentioned earlier, it's such a, it's often such a key part of what either helps us find personal peace or stands in the way of it. And it totally was for me personally, not feeling purpose in my work led to serious stress for me and ultimately depression and ultimately led me to leave my job. Like I felt like I was giving too much to work for it not to have purpose to me, you know, personal purpose. So I want to share with you what I learned in this article. There are three major takeaways and I'm going to go into each of them. They are to define your personal idea of success to check your perspective, and to take the pressure off. And I think really maybe the most important one is to take the pressure off, like turn the pressure way down. I think that we feel like when we're looking for purpose at work, that it's like you have to find it, only one answer exists, and if you don't find it, you're doomed to unhappiness and an unfulfilling life. And that's just not true. 
our purpose, what we find purposeful is going to change and evolve over time, over the time of our lives, over our working career, as we age, as our life circumstances change, our purpose can change. So it's not like there's only one purpose. And if you don't find it, you're screwed. Your purpose is more malleable than that and more multiple than that. So let's start by taking the pressure way off. And actually, ironically, I think that also is going to help us find our purpose more easily because when it doesn't feel like, oh, everything's hanging on this and I have to find my purpose and life's going to suck without it. When we relax on that, we can more easily follow our natural inclinations. Like, what am I into? What is interesting? What feels good to me? What are the times that I like lose track of time in my job because I'm so absorbed? I think those those can be real cues for where our purpose uh, or even purposes may may lie. And that's a way to start uncovering this with more ease and gentleness and self-compassion at it like how much things change as you change so maybe earlier in your career you were super driven and you wanted to get the promotions and you would you know work around the clock to just be the best one on the team and then you have a child and now your your priorities change right now you really don't want to put in overtime you want to be able to get home so you can have dinner with your family or take the kids to school or whatever it may be so your purpose can totally change from life circumstances or imagine you have an illness like you get some kind of illness now you become an advocate for for curing that illness or supporting people with that illness your purpose could completely change so when we take the pressure off and when we allow our purpose to evolve with us it becomes less like a must find and you know must discover this one elusive thing and more like I'm riding this wave of where my purpose grows and evolves. And I personally experienced this shift in purpose, as I mentioned before. I had this big job, right? So I really, I had been a journalist. I'm still a journalist. And I really wanted to write for a larger audience. My purpose felt like I would feel a satisfaction in my journalism career if I was challenged to write for a bigger audience and to write more higher caliber work. And so I got a really big job. I was working for the biggest journalism agency in the world. And I had a really high profile job. I was covering entertainment in Los Angeles. So a lot of people were seeing my content. Millions and millions of people would see my my story. So I definitely got the part about writing for a bigger audience and writing at a higher level. And it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. It was awesome. I took that responsibility so seriously. I studied entertainment like some people would study physics. Like I really gave everything to it. But with time, my purpose, my personal direction changed and it became less important to me to write for this large audience in a high profile position and more important for me to write the kinds of stories that I felt like would help other people, that would inform and help them improve their lives or give them information that they really needed to live more healthfully and to live better. So that was a change that I could not have foreseen. I absolutely thought that when I got that job at the Associated Press that I would be retiring from there at the end of my career. But 
it became clear to me that I felt a disconnect of purpose. Covering entertainment was super fun for me. Like I got to go to a lot of fun events and I got to have a lot of neat experiences, but I was less able to see what good it was doing in the world. And that ended up becoming more important to me than I would have foreseen. So take the pressure off of yourself. There's not just one purpose out there for you or me or any of us. And our purpose will change and grows in ways that we might change and grow in ways we might not even expect. So take the pressure off. That's takeaway number one. Takeaway number two is that purpose can be a matter of perspective. So when I had this entertainment job and I was like struggling with my sense of purpose, I remember I was at an event and I met this woman who was a civil rights attorney who was doing pro bono work. So she was giving her time away to help people like in housing situations, and other civil rights causes. And you know, she was an attorney. So she had gone to school forever to do this and, and she was giving it away for free. And I could see that that work would have so much purpose, right? Like she was really helping people who needed it and who weren't in a position to pay. And she was providing that for them. And I remember saying to her, like, dang, like your job really has purpose. I mean, what am I doing? I'm just writing about like celebrities, you know, sometimes celebrities behaving badly. And one thing she said to me was, Sandy, at the end of my work day, when I've been doing this work all day, all I want to do is fall into some celebrity news where the stakes are not high, where it's not about someone being evicted from their home or discriminated against. And I can just like delight in who's dating whom or what shows are coming out. I want that news at the end of my day. And that really helped broaden my perspective. And I could see where, okay, this news has value for a certain segment of the population it has a lot of value, and at least I knew I was not falling into gossip. I was, you know, producing factual news for our readership. So that helped me expand my perspective, and purpose is a matter of perspective. can find purpose that we hadn't noticed before, like I did when I met this attorney. Or for example, like say you have a job that you feel like is a drag or it's boring, like Say you sell insurance and all day long you're on the phone and you're getting turned down and you're like, what is this even about? I don't feel any purpose in this work. But when you expand your perspective, you could see how important it is for people to have insurance. I mean, that's how someone's going to rebuild their home after a disaster. That's how someone's going to get their car repaired after an accident. And even if the work that you're doing on the daily doesn't feel like this is so purposeful and all I'm doing is like getting on the phone with these people... In the larger picture, that work has huge purpose. And there's some jobs that obviously have inherent purpose. Like if you work in healthcare or education, you know you're making a difference all the time. But expanding our perspective, looking at the need that our work fulfills, and even if we only play a teeny role in fulfilling that need, that can help us derive purpose where maybe we had overlooked it. And then along similar lines, there's also this notion of job crafting. So job crafting is about customizing and reconceptualizing your role to play to your strengths and what you enjoy. So if you're into numbers or if you love writing or if you're a great team builder, it would be trying to incorporate more of those skills and strengths into your existing job. But this involves perspective too, like one of the professors, a Yale professor who studied job crafting, gives this example with hospital janitors. So she was interviewing hospital janitors to learn about job crafting, to study this, this theory. 
And there was a group of them who felt like, yeah, you know, this job is kind of dirty work. It's not my favorite, but I need the paycheck and I need the benefits. So I do this janitor job. And then there were other people in her study who said, my work is inherent to patient healing. I play a critical role in patient healing. And one of the janitors even said, I'm a healer. And they saw their work as providing the kind of sanitary environment that would allow a patient to heal. She offers this anecdote about one janitor who was taking care of patients who were unconscious. And this woman would change the artwork in the patient's rooms, even though the patients hadn't awakened. And she said, well, you know, I just want to help them have like a stimulating environment so that they heal. And the people who saw their job in this way, who had crafted their job to have personal meaning for them, who had shifted their perspective on their work to embrace what was meaningful to them, had a lot more satisfaction and purpose in their work. So that second takeaway is to broaden your perspective, cultivate your perspective, and look at where your work may have meaning that you've overlooked or where you can inject meaning by using more of the skills that, that you have, using more of your strengths on your current job. And then the third takeaway is to really define what success looks like for you. You know, we in the West have this culture of just like, go, 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 do, 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 get get a job, then get a promotion, you know, get a car and then get a better car. And it's kind of this idea of success that we're sold is like more is never enough kind of thing. And it's important to define what success looks like for each of us, because how can we hit it if we don't know what it is, right? And we can find greater purpose in our work when we know it's leading us to the kind of success that we aspire to have. So it's not always about the promotion or the paycheck. I mean, for some of us, success might look like knowing that we're making a contribution. Like I, I write about health and well-being now instead of entertainment. And I feel like that is success for me, even though I don't write for the large audience that would have defined success for me earlier in my career. Success might look like having a reliable schedule that lets you be home for dinner. Success might look like taking on more responsibility and becoming a manager because you define success as having a lot of reports, people who report to you, and, and that's what it looks like for you. But it could just as equally look like, like for a friend of mine who for her, success looks like never having to work on the weekends and never having to think about her job when she's away from it. So knowing what success looks like for us, knowing our own values when it comes to work and success is going to make it a lot easier for us to go after it, achieve it, and know when we've achieved it. And that's going to give us so much purpose because if we're on some treadmill chasing promotions and our personal definition of success looks like having a lot of time off then we're actually going in the opposite way of what we would really want to do. So these are some, some of the lessons that I learned in interviewing these experts. And I especially love, actually, I love all of them. I mean, this idea of defining success for ourselves is so important so that we know what we're going after. Broadening our perspective, considering the value of our work in ways we hadn't before, or considering how we can better use our skills to make our jobs feel more exciting to us, to job craft them into playing to our strengths. 
And then this idea of taking the pressure off. You know, our purpose is going to grow and evolve. None of us can predict what's going to happen in the future, in the future of our own lives or our planet or our society. So, so let's take the pressure off and enjoy where we are and enjoy where we're going. So I hope that uplifts you, maybe makes it a little easier to find some purpose in your job. And I would love to talk with you more about this. So if you have any thoughts, if you want to reach out to me, please do. You can always DM me on Instagram at you know Sandy, and you could drop me an email at innerpeacetogo at gmail.com. And there will be a link in the show notes to the actual article if you want to read what these experts had to say rather than me paraphrasing them. And as always, I thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. I love this chance to be connected with you. And I'll talk to you again next week. Hey, if you want to keep the peaceful vibes going, get on my email list. I'd love to send you my free ebook, The Ultimate Stress Busters Guide, packed with actionable steps to bring on the chill. Plus, I'll send you more tips and inspiration every week. There's a link in the show notes, and I'll see you in your inbox.